Hello, welcome to the sixth episode of Sam and Ross Like Things, the show where Sam and Ross talk about things that they happen to like. We don't uh, hedge, we just talk about the things we like and why we like them and don't feel the need to defend ourselves as to why we happen to like those things. I am Sam Davies, one of your hosts with me, as always, is Ross. Hello, that's me. How are you doing, Sam? I'm doing great. I am drinking a... uh, Delicious Coke Zero. I see that it goes better with Jennifer. Is that what it says there on the label? Uh, it, it it would. Um, I'm drinking caffeine for you. Oh, I almost drank alcohol for you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but I didn't. That would have been, you know, the right mix. I think so. I have, can I, before we go into follow-up, I want to do a quick uh, additional thing I like. I guess this is it. I'm throwing this on you. This is Latin. You don't even know about this. I would like to say that I like your shirt today. Oh, thank you. It's very nice. We're both wearing blue button up shirts, and I like yours is very nice. And I like the little dot, the dot pattern. It's not like polka dots, you know, it's like a very, I'm sure there's a word for it, right? Yeah, like pinpoint saison. Saison, sure. It's it's wonderful. Looks great on you. I mean, Surat. 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 Saison. Surat. Oh, Surat. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I had a, I had an uh, encounter with a woman who is a PhD in frames, like frames that go around paintings. And she was like, blah, 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 this is like a Whistler frame. And I was like, oh, like the guy with the pitchfork? And she was like, no. And then I felt very embarrassed. <laughs> That's my story. Anyway, follow up this week. Follow up. For the record, this is a uh, Ledbury shirt. Oh, Ledbury shirt. It looks right. like it yeah. lives in Richmond. It, it does. Probably I, made in Poland, lives in I, Richmond. Uh, we can add KonMari to the list of things liked, but we did a purge while my daughters were at their grandmother's. Oh. As, uh, you, you wanted it in bags. It was 50 pounds, but four trash bags of clothes that I didn't like anymore. And now you're left with more things to like. That's right. It's wonderful. All right. Follow I have, up. I have Follow up. Is that the thing? I like it. Yeah. Oh. From uh, Did you ever play uh, Strider? We go level up. No, maybe I should. No. Okay. So my ongoing quest to find a pair of shoes that I like. Right, because Zurich. Zurich, which was I think an inaugural thing on that Sam and Ross like. Uh, as soon as I liked them, they stopped making shoes. So that was a bummer. Piece of follow up: My father, who has the same foot size as me, had a pair of Zurich shoes in his closet that he didn't want anymore. New in box. New in box. And so now I have a pair of Zurich shoes that will last me for at least the foreseeable future. So good for me. Second thing second is we had an REM Thursday. We had an REM Thursday, last Thursday, the off Thursday. Yeah, the off, the off Thursday, and we listened to Automatic for the People, which was my first time listening to Automatic for the People. And you're probably like third time, wouldn't you say? Yeah, third or fourth. <laughs> And it was good. I, I don't know what I expected. I think I expected to not know any of the tracks. And I knew like a handful, I guess, because they were super popular radio hits or have become so or something like that. Yeah, they were on the radio when you would be in your early radio listening days. Yeah. So it was good. I don't know if I, I think I need to listen more to have more critical, not critical, but like not critical in like a pejorative way, but, you know, like interesting, thoughtful things to say about it. Um but I enjoy the REM Thursday format, and we should do more listening along to things live. I liked it. Yeah, let's let's do another thing. I know a friend of the show, Plofmaster, used to do Friday Ahead. Oh, that's good. But uh, 
we won't talk about things that you do not like. I just I don't not like. I just have uh, yeah. le- I don't have a whole it's big not, opinion not a thing. on it. Yeah. Okay, so I think that. Would, do you have any other thoughts on REM Thursday? How did you think it went? Like, I thought it, it it was great. It's it's difficult for me because I pay attention. Yeah. And it's like okay, I'm going to give up this 50 minutes of my morning time, and it's worth it. Mm-hmm. But I've, after and afterwards, I feel like, especially if it's automatic for the people, I feel like, you know, when you get out of church. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, I'm gonna go change the world, right? <laughs> and then you go home and take a nap. Yeah, mm-hmm. our church is in the evening, so I go home and make dinner and then take a nap. Right? Yeah. Did you? Let me. Here's an interesting question. Did you do anything to change the world Thursday afternoon? I would be interested if there was a correlation between your productivity later in the day and listening to iMac for the people intentionally. I forget. Maybe to keep track next time. I won't. Yeah. Okay. Can you talk a little closer to your mic? Oh, I can. I'm sorry. They look the levels. They look a little low. Do they look small? Yeah. I can, I will pump them up in in the post, as they say. All right. So Sam, Samuel P. Davies. Wait, third. did I have any follow up? I don't know. Did you? Oh, let's see. We did automatic for the people and charming smiles. Charming smiles. No, I no one charmed me with their smile. Oh, rough week for Sam. All right. All right. Here we go. New thing. The new thing, Samuel Davies. What is your middle name? Edward. Samuel E. Davies. Sim City. Sim City. Sim City is not civilization. It is not. But it is a computer slash video game. Correct. Tell me all about it. Sure. So Sim City was one of the pioneers of the simulation game genre, uh, where you are put in charge, you are the mayor of a city, and you are in charge with building infrastructure and zoning to make your city a great city. It sounds fascinating. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> um, so in these simulation-type games, you mentioned civilization that is uh, very much like, 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 uh, like uh, in, that, in that field. You are more or less given... Objectives that play out over time, but there's no real winning of the game. There's no plot. It's you were given sort of simulation parameters, and then you tweak things to see what happens. Uh, Also known as kind of like God games, Mm -hmm. where I'm going, I'm going to put a church right here next to the sewage dump. See if people go to church. Probably yes, they do. They do. Pray away Um, at the sewage dump. So. For a while, I would. I mean, I've, I think I've had all of the SimCity games uh, that came out. When 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 does this begin for you in your life? Uh, it would have been SimCity on floppy disk. Whoa! Like floppy, whoop, 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 no, floppies. not wop wop wop. It was for the Macintosh, so it was the slightly harder mm-hmm. floppies, uh, and uh, played that. I was probably a little young. Um, to get sort of the strategy but for for a long time i would just like to play in sort of super god mode where there wasn't any challenge you just put things down and then destroy it with a monster and see what happens Mm -hmm. and there was a whole series of games around that time there was sim city there was sim earth sim ant oh i i remember sim ant yeah sim ant um all sorts of simulation games in sim city 2000 um 3000 uh some people say 2000 is, is the epitome. Um, 
And then sort of the progression went to SimCity 4, which was just so horribly complex that unless you had... Unless you're like an urban planner. Right. Or you had been in the genre, like it was not accessible to, mm-hmm. to people new to the genre. And I was at the point where, okay, I'm just going to put the time in. And that is the level of the game where like it's it's moddable, you know, Minecraft, Minecraft style, mm-hmm. where like the sim... A traveling uh, path behavior was off in the original ship and someone fixed it so like they would take the most efficient path to work and all that stuff and that game I had it on the Mac when it first came out then I got it on Steam I was traveling a lot for work and I had to carry a Windows laptop so I bought it on Steam for like $5 because it was an old game is this the one you play now for? Um, do you play now I guess? yeah so recently I've been back into it again there's a Recent numberless Sim City, oh. which is, in okay. my opinion, too easy. Okay, but is it is it because you you delved the depths of four, and now the new one is too easy? Yes. Okay. Um, and there's a lot of uh, just my style is I like having just one big city, and kind of the way I don't want to say cheat, but the way you are successful in the newest Sim City, and to some extent you could do this in four, but I never like to do it. Is you'd have like because starting in SimCity 4 and expanded into the SimCity adjectiveless, um, you can have neighboring like regions where cities talk to each other. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So you basically build the slum city where it basically existed to have a coal power plant, right. a garbage dump. That's like Richmond and, a, and Manchester. And right? a casino. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and then just take all of the garbage and have all the pollution for the people who live in happy town (laughs) this sounds a lot like the real world (laughs) it is a lot like the real world and so um i have been playing the the i bought a sim city with a no number license never played it because i was busy with life and then i've been playing it recently and it's one of those where it wasn't they initially wanted it to be multiplayer only and nobody was like, no, this is a game I play by myself, which is me too. But the multiplayer stuff actually looks appealing, but you would have to actually have friends who play yeah. it. And I don't have SimCity friends, at least I don't know, know of them, but I'd be happy to. And so this them. this is a Mac, you're playing on a computer, not like an iOS, iPad. Thing. Correct. Um, there was a good SimCity game for iPad, which is no longer for sale. Oh. Now, can you tell me, I don't want to like. But I've been thinking, to interrupt, I've been thinking about going back to four. Just oh. so I can, just so I can <laughs> tweak things. But what, I, yeah, I need I need some sort of like a like a scale or like a picture of how deep the city goes. Like, do you put down like the sewers and stuff? Yes, it, like it where depends. they go in the city and that. It kind depends. Of- in SimCity Four, yes. And there's also this cityscape game which CPG Gray recommended. Mm-hmm. Which I have not, which I bought, but I have not been playing because just I hate the controls of it. Um, where, yeah, you have to say where the sewage and water pipes go. Um, in the what about like light, like util, like all that stuff you have to do. So it's very granular. So, so like. and they've scaled some of that back for numberless SimCity. Okay, where you still have to put a water tower down, but as long as sort of roads are connecting stuff, you don't have to lay pipe. Okay, <laughs> which maybe you like. Well, I like some of that. Um, 
And I like, so what I like about the game is kind of, I will often build cities and then get tired of them and start over. And it's about finding like the right formula to get over the, the humps of what you build when mm-hmm. and sort of iterating on that. Like if you ever played, if you ever played a game like Starcraft or those type of games where it was all about your build order. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. A lot of SimCity for me is like that where it's like, okay, how do I start a city with no pollution and build it up to a certain level? And then I'll go back and start over and be like, I'm going to do it right this time. And I'm not going to lay out my streets stupid like I did last time. And then I, it starts sprawling again. I'm like, no, destroy it. And then start a new one. Sprawl. So destroy. Sprawl. Destroy. Is this a... This is a genre that you frequent. Like, do you also play Civilization or? Um, I can't play Populous. I can't play Civilization anymore because it is like specifically designed to trigger my dopamine receptors in my brain. Like, it's almost like it's a it's a almost like a biological weapon. Where if I have a sim, uh, sorry, a Civilization game, I will play it until someone stops me whoa what's the difference between sim city and civilization that doesn't sim city doesn't have that uh there isn't the turn aspect like in civilization you like have a turn yeah and there's always something that's just like two turns away oh and so you'd be like all right just all right i got two more turns and i'll stop after after this where in sim city is just always going Mm -hmm. and so my brain tends to go in more healthy cycles of like, okay, I'm playing this for a while and I'll still get lost in it, but it'll get to the point where like, yeah, I'm just done for now. This sounds a lot like Minecraft to me, especially if you play Minecraft, not necessarily for the like, the like survival-y aspects, but the parts where you need to like collect your resources to build this kind of, I feel that same thing where you're like, oh man, like I really would like, a whole wall of glass and it's like well now i have to go find sand i don't have any sand i gotta go find the sand like, this kind of world building thing right but it, and i would say that minecraft is is a lot more resource management than it is um like in sim city it's a lot more sort of budgetary and like making sure you have the population and the and the buildings to support the next thing. Yeah, sounds like more strategy involved. Right, and the simulation is a lot more complex than Minecraft, at least in terms of like how things are interacting with each other as opposed to it's not right. visual like Minecraft. If you were going to recommend, would you recommend SimCity adjectiveless to normal people? Yeah, and especially if they play with me. Uh, and I would say uh, I wouldn't spend... $50 on it, but if there's a sale for like 20 Yeah. It's a $20 game. Is there is there a uh, like a better onboarding game that you could that maybe exists where if like, no, you want to think... get into this, maybe try this first? Well, it uh, depends on what you can find, and I don't know about the retro stuff. I know you can play the original SimCity like in a, in a Java browser, like in a web browser. <laughs> cool. Uh, Sim, but I, if you have, if you want to play the game, I would say that the latest SimCity is not perfect but it's accessible um and you can ignore a lot of the oh just build another city nearby yeah. type of stuff and just sort of play with that hmm. well that sounds awesome 
Yeah. Um, Ross, it's time for something you like. Something that I like. You like. Now, I forget what I picked for you. It'll come into my brain. I remember it. I'll just sit here quietly. We'll edit this out in post. We'll edit it all out in post. It was uh, not a video game because... I'll give you... Would you like a hint? Yeah, I'll take a hint. Okay. The hint is it's something that lives on my iPad. Oh, yes. Yes. So... Ross. Yes. You like a a service called Marvel Unlimited. I love Marvel Unlimited. We should change the name of this show to Sam Likes Things and Ross Loves Things <laughs> yeah. com. Yes. Let's get a new URL, get the whole thing going here. Yes, I love and like Marvel Unlimited. For the people who do not know, Marvel Unlimited is a service. You pay Marvel ten dollars a month. Marvel the comic book company. Let's start there. Marvel Unlimited is an online digital comic book service. Um, it is by the Marvel Corporation, Marvel Comics Corporation, I guess. You pay them $10 a month, and in return, they give you digital access to basically all of their comics that are older than six months old, back till forever when. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for example, if you wanted to read you know, Spider-Man number one, but that's not what it's called. It's called Amazing Spider-Man number one or there, whatever. There is Amazing Spider-Man number one. Yeah. But so, you're thinking of Amazing Fantasy 15. Yeah, so exactly. Sam knows lots of things about comics, so I don't know why this is my thing I like. But anyway, if you wanted to read old, old stuff from the 50s, 60s, and 70s, and 80s, and 90s, and 2000s, all that's available. Like You can go back and read all these things for the low, low price of $10 a month, which I think is insanely affordable. And it's cheaper if you buy a year, right? Correct, yeah. If you buy a year, I think it's $60 for a whole year. Um, which I should do. Like I signed up and I was like, am I really going to be into this thing? I'm just going to do month to month. And then I am super into this thing. Um, I read now. I, I just don't read books anymore. Real books <laughs> with words. I mean, these comics have words too, with lots of words. No pictureless books I do not read anymore. I just read comics and it's so nice. It's such a nice like mind clearing thing Mm -hmm. where it's like I don't have to care a lot about things I'm just going to read these lovely comics and they're going to entertain me and okay let me just tick off some points I'm really excited about this thing let me tick off some points here one and all these things we'll talk at the end here about some maybe negative consequences this which I know it's a show about things we like but still I think it's important to talk about some of these things and we'll put in the show notes that you wrote this as a tip for your yes for your web zone for my web my internet web spheres so one, you don't have to go to a comic book store, which we'll talk about it later. Well, great for me because I don't like to go places or interact with humans. Sure. So I don't have to do either of those things. You can just open up your iPad, boom, or your web tablet or your computer or whatever, and then bam, access to a bazillion years of comics. So that's great. Comics are running what now? Three, four dollars a comic if you were to go to a comic book store and buy a paper yeah, comic. First run is four dollars. Okay, so four bucks. So you could buy three comics. Or for a yearly, it's the cost, basically the cost of one comic. Yeah, which is crazy. Like for the cost of one comic per month, I probably read 50 comics. I'm like the loss leader. I'm the guy they hate. (laughs) You know, like I read a lot of comics. And this is the great thing where like it's just so cheap and you don't have to be afraid to try things. That's the thing that's intimidating for me about going to a comic book store. You're presented with a wall of comics. And it's like, well, do I spend my four bucks on this thing or this thing? Like I have no idea. I could talk to the person. He could tell me, but I'm intimidated by people and don't want to talk to them. So I'll just buy this. And I'm like, ah, this was, this was pretty bad. I'm sad that I spent this $4. 
all of that is taken away because now I just open up the app, you click, you tap, and you're like, oh, that was stupid. I won't read that again. Or, oh, I love this. I found this new thing that I love. So tell me uh, about some of the things you found that you love and you've probably read all of that you wouldn't have otherwise. Yes. So Ross's best top comic list from Marvel Unlimited. Mm-hmm. Probably. Well, I, I would like, well, I guess we're, our audience is such. Yeah, give us your top list. But I'm also interested in the stuff you definitely wouldn't have read if Marvel Unlimited didn't exist. Because I'm sure you would, like, if someone was like, hey, read this trade of Joss Whedon's run on X-Men, you'd be like, okay, I'll read it if you hand it to me. But Yeah, and actually that was a thing that had happened before. Like, that exact thing has happened before I knew about Marvel Unlimited. Um, I think She-Hulk is a good one. Yeah, like She-Hulk's if, great. If you picked up She-Hulk and looked in it, you'd be like, what is this? This is the dumbest looking thing in the world. And then you would be super wrong because it's amazing. Give the... One sentence synopsis because it's amazing. Because uh, She Hulk is a lawyer, and the comic book is about She Hulk being a lawyer. And mm-hmm. That's it. That's the end. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's it. She's just a lawyer doing lawyery stuff. It, and it is really funny and really good, and she rarely punches and things. Six five and green and yeah, but like wearing like you know like a business suit into yeah. like the little like courtroom or whatever. Um, so She Hulk's real good. I read the entirety. This is another great thing about Marvel Unlimited where you can do this. I read the entirety of the House of M thing, which is an X-Men thing. It's like a big giant arc in X-Men that's like if you read it and all of its like branches out into other comics, it's like $1,000 worth of comics. I read it all in like two weeks and I really enjoyed it. I think it would be impossible to do with paper comics. I don't know how you would do it and it would be just unaffordable and like i don't know how you'd find them and you'd need a chart yeah to know what to read in what order yes and so this i I don't think i would it was just too overwhelming of a task to even accomplish without something like marvel unlimited so i don't think i would have ever even attempted it without that um i actually wrote down some things any of these others oh x-force and ecstatic the mike allred run of x-force which then changes into ecstatic is the best it's just the best it is like a it's a mutant superhero team that is a reality show that is on a reality show and it's written like right at the heyday of reality stuff in the early 2000s and like it sounds really stupid when you say it out loud but it is just so funny and it's another thing that i would have never read if i couldn't have started reading it for no risk no risk no cost you know so those are the kind of like weird diamond in the rough things um there's lots of things that i read that are like super popular like Captain Marvel, Ms. Marvel, Squirrel Girl is a new one that just hit Marvel Unlimited. It is super funny. It's written by the guy who does dinosaur comics, and he's right. Not right. Yep. Yeah, and it's just really, really funny. Um, what else did I write did down? you do? Spider Man and the X Men from podcasts, uh, the, the Flop Houses, uh, Elliot Kalen. No, you should read Spider Man and the X Men. Is it in the... I'm, I'm on hold for some Spider-Man stuff while they finish their current thing. It is thing. not part of Spider-Verse. Okay, I will read it. It is separate from Spider-Verse. And this is the thing that's so good about Marvel Unlimited is you can say, oh, I will read this thing. No so pop- that, that, that's a question because I know one of the shortcomings of the app is it is not perfect about sort of tracking what things you want to read. Like yeah. if someone says, hey, you should read this. You just have to remember, kind of remember. Yeah, you have to put in your OmniFocus. Yeah. Um, how do you, let's say, you've finished your chores for the night, you're going to lie in bed and read some comics. How do you decide what you're going to read that day? 
So normally uh, they have like a little list of like what's popular or what's new. Mm-hmm. And most of the A-list comics end up there. So like Ms. Marvel is always in one of those lists because everybody loves that. And so it pops up in that list. But what I've kind of done, which is like maybe it's like a sweet hack, is I, I've added whatever I'm like subscribed to, quote unquote, because you can't really subscribe to anything. But like things I want to read on a regular basis, I just put an issue in my library and then when I sit down, I'm like, what do I want to read? I go to that issue, I tap on it, and then you can tap on, like, more in this series. So then it'll show you, like, the latest stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of, like, an easy or not really easy. It's, like, a hacky way to, like, keep a list of what you're subscribed to. Yeah. Kind of. And then it's just, like, OmniFocus. Like, you tell me this thing. I will ask you when we're done recording. What was that thing? I'll put it in OmniFocus, and then I'll read it later. Okay. Yeah. Do you ever get tempted? Because I think this is why the service exists. Let's say you've read the most recent six-month-old Ms. Marvel. Yeah. My problem, not it's not really a problem with Marvel Unlimited. It's a problem with me and my control. Like, if I could get by knowing that six more months of comics exist, but I'm not going to get to read them right away, that would be great. Like, $4 a month. But I can't. So I'm like, I finish a series that's ongoing on Marvel Unlimited. I'm like, I'm just going to go buy the next six on Comixology. Right. Do you ever get tempted in that way? No. In my mind, like, I've almost forgotten that I'm six months behind. Like, I was never, like, when I joined Marvel Unlimited, I didn't really read a ton of current comic books. So I've kind of always been six months behind. So, like, I'll even talk to people like, oh, man, did you read the new blah, blah, blah. In my mind, that always means, did you read the thing that came out six months ago? Right. But, like, I think to me it means it's new because I don't even think about that I could go because the, the experience of going to talk to a person at a store is just so terrible and I don't ever want to do it enough where like I guess I could comicsology right because like you could get a digit yeah it just doesn't occur to me because like yeah. it, and like now like slowly enough of my comic book friends are are on Marvel Unlimited that the new blah 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 title is starting to mean to all the people I talk to the six month old title right which is great for me bad for pretty much everyone in the industry <laughs> well, you wouldn't be reading them anyway. Right. Like yeah. Marvel's getting your money and it wouldn't have gotten your money before. It'd be nice if they could turn that into getting even more money from you. But yeah. they're still getting a positive. You aren't taking away their money, they're getting new money. Yeah. And like we don't have to talk about this for hours and hours, but like I think the thing that is important to say is like I am aware and it's very clear to me that there is a small local business that I am not giving my money to because of a digital innovation like this thing prevents me from going down to our local comic book store which is called velocity comics which is awesome it literally is awesome yeah you go down there and i could be giving them i'll put it as one of the things i like okay yeah maybe next next time we can you can do velocity and we'll do like a back-to-back but what i would say is you aren't you weren't giving velocity your money before yes right Mm -hmm. so it's not as if you're taking away business. You're like Marvel Unlimited came out, and suddenly you aren't giving Velocity right. your monthly comic budget anymore. You had no monthly yeah. comic budget, and now yeah. you do. And you would probably be more likely now, like if there was something really good, and you wanted to give someone a, like a printed a paper version gift, a dead tree version gift, you'd go to Velocity and buy them a trade. Okay. Yeah, I totally would. You're right. And like this is shameful of me. Is like there may or may not have been a time before Marvel Unlimited where I. Had 
not super legally procured digital comics. But like, I don't do that. Like, there's no reason to do that anymore because it's just like, it's like the, uh, the MP3 in college thing, right? Yeah. Where like now we didn't have iTunes then. Like we didn't have a very easy way to read comics on your iPad. And now we do. And it's like, there's no reason to steal stuff anymore. You can right. just do it so easy now. Um, now, um, is the, does this fully sate your comics experience or... For example, there are some non-Marvel comics that are worth reading. Yeah. Um, are you at all interested in branching out for the occasional series that's not Marvel? Yeah, man. The things that make me sad are basically every image comic book. Like, I was reading for a while back when Comixology could, you could just use your fake iTunes dollars to buy comics in Comixology. Yeah. Like, I was reading The Wake which was real good. I was reading, um, what's the one everyone loves? Saga. Saga. I was reading uh, The Woman with the Chain Link Bikini that's written by Gail Simone. What's her name? She's got red hair. She's famous. Red Sonia. Yeah, Red Sonia. Like, I was reading these things and paying money for them uh, through Comixology, and I miss, I do miss those. Yeah. But like, there's enough in 60 years worth of Marvel Comics backlog that... If I'm ever like, oh man, like there's not a new Ms. Marvel, there's always something I can find to read. Yeah, you, you aren't going to ever run out of content to read. Yeah, and that kind of fills that thing. I do, like, I had two issues left of the wake to read, and I don't know what happened. And that's the probably the one that's like the closest for me to be like, I should just buy that. But it, it, doesn't, it hasn't ever come up for some reason. So, Russ, where can people find you on the internet? They can find me on the internet on Twitter at R-O-S-S. C-A-T-R-O-W. That's at Ross Catro on Twitter. And you can find me. I'm Sam Davies at Mr. Beefy on Twitter. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, if you like the show, please rate us in uh, paper form and send a letter care of Ross Catro to... You can send it to uh, 1520 West Main Street, Suite 102. Richmond, Virginia, 23220. Yeah, I forgot that last part. <laughs> if, it, if you literally send a letter, I will. I guarantee you I will read the letter. It's a good guarantee. If it gets to your office. Yeah, we don't. our postman is, post person is not, not the best. Thanks, uh, thanks, everyone. Wait, wait. Wait, what? Where can we find the show notes, Sam? Oh, we can find the show notes at samandrosslikethings.com slash the first episode you see <laughs> at the in top the of list the page. <laughs> at the top of the page. <laughs> All right, if you have any feedback, follow-up, shoot it, shoot it at us, paper, or yeah, on Twitter. Yeah, or on Twitter. Thanks for listening. I love you. See you in a fortnight.